Welcome to the Granite Gals podcast. This is the podcast where we interview female hikers who hike the right mountains. I am Alexandra Her, And I am Sage Her. We are 14 and 12 year old hikers who have been hiking the 4,000 footers since we were little. We have done the 4,000 footers, the 52 with the view, trail rides, and many other mountains. The opinions that we personally express in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our interviewee or of any organizations we may mention. Hello everyone, today we are doing something slightly different than normal, interviewing a woman who creates artwork featuring the White Mountains. Nancy Griswold has been a professional artist her entire life. Now she paints and draws the beautiful landscape of the White Mountains. Welcome to Granite Gals. Welcome. Hi Sage, hi Alex. <laughs> Why did you decide to start drawing and painting the outdoors? I started taking plein air painting um, way back in art school and I really prefer working outdoors in the elements. It's really natural and you're picking up on light and energy and the wind and the smells and there's so much more senses coming into my work when I work in the present outdoors. So do you most often work outdoors versus from picture? Is that? I prefer it. Okay. I really like the experience. It ends yeah. up being a holistic experience for me. Like it's a mind, body, spirit. Um, and I can get into a zone a zone where uh, it's similar to what runners would feel after they warm up and they feel lift off and they're just going really fast and not realizing how fast they're going. Um, it's the same kind of a zone, a swimmer or a writer, you know, you warm up right. and once you're in the zone, it's like hours can go by and um, I prefer being outdoors because I get there much faster and I'm working with a the through you know the 3d yeah. of nature and the sounds and the silence and the birds and wildlife and the wind and there's so much changing all the time the light it's exciting what moves you when you're outdoors could be anything but I usually really get uh, I would say I get really high when I see a vast view I like vista views you know where I can really feel the scale and the uh, in the distance, the mountains, the, their size, the, you know, yeah. it would be scale, size relationships between something vast and enormous to something small in front of me. But I can have the same type of exhilaration looking at a waterfall yeah. or, or looking really detail under a rock and getting really excited about what I find going on under a rock and the close-up world of nature. So. I can get excited just about anything in nature. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything yeah. has its beauty. Yeah, you know? it does in yeah. their own in their own way. But I'm, I think I'm most breathtaking with uh, vista views or mm. something where the scale is amplified. You know, it could be even looking down a ravine, the Queechy Gorge. Yeah. And I find that breathtaking. Mm. You know, because yeah. it it brings me to a point where I'm very humble. I'm very small in comparison to the larger part of the world and that gives me a lot of peace. It takes me out of my world and reduces me in size and I realize how unimportant I am and that gives me a great deal of relief. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever hiked a 4K? If so, what did you enjoy about it? Uh, I don't know whether I have. I, I used to hike in the whites in the when I was around my 40s. I went up to the top of Mount Pamaguasa. Is that it? I don't know. I've been up to Chikora, Tuckerman's Ravine, um, like, but that was back in my 40s. 
I was really never, I was more about, it was, for me, it was more about the experience of getting into the woods. Yeah. And uh, Welsh and Dickie, you know, getting into the woods with the time frame I had. And I, at that point in time, I had a collie and she was my hiking buddy, Elsa. It was more about getting into the woods and having the experience of being on the trail and it, more than achieving a goal of height or um, any type of a goal, you know, that I want to set on paper. What materials do do you use in your artwork? Oil paints. I just love oils. It, it became really challenging to keep changing mediums because I'd have to redo my studio, my packing system, materials, you know, and I just really always loved oils and I just have wanted to stick with that medium since art school. I haven't been able to. I went you know, to work as an illustrator, and I had to use all mediums, from watercolor to gouache to pastel, pen and ink, especially pen and ink because of illustration back in those days before computers. So I've had to use all mediums, but I've always kind of come around again to my oil paints. I really love oils. The color mixtures are infinite, and um, I just like their touch, their feel. It's a tactile connection I feel with them. Are oil paints, like, really, they're, are they more colorful than other types of paint, generally, or no? Mm, I really couldn't say that, but I could say that um, oil paints themselves are made from mineral and substances of the earth. So your browns are coming from rocks that are all ground up, oh. and um, your cadmiums are coming from gold, mixtures of gold and copper. So oil paints themselves come from colors of nature like turquoise and things like that. If you ever saw the movie, The Girl with the Red Pearl Earring, you would see in the early part of that, you would watch uh, the artist Vermeer grinding up stone and minerals to create oil paints. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, and the mixture of those is infinite. So color itself is infinite because you could mixture uh, three or four colors infinitely at different amounts and get different results. So that's the exciting thing for yeah. me is the mixing of colors. What inspires you to create art featuring the White Mountains? Because I live there and it's part of the experience of my life. You know, and I did think about, I thought about that recently and I started reassessing my work since I was small to when I was an adult. And really my, my art has been a part of me so it goes with me where I go so painting in the whites is really natural because the white mountains were always a big part of my life since I moved up there I think it was in my early 30s the first round and um, it's my environment and it and it was where it was my outdoors so I was more drawn to getting into the mountains after I came back for a second um, residency there um, because I missed a lot during my working years, and I, I wanted to uh, get out and see a lot of the sites that I hadn't seen before and experience them, since I didn't have an opportunity during when I was working 24-7. So um, I was really glad to be able to get up to some areas. I would, there's so much more to paint and see and do over there. Yeah. What's one of your favorite 4,000 footers that you've painted? Like, can you name a favorite? I don't know. <laughs> You'd have to tell question, me. You, you must tell me the 4,000 footers. Oh. What would be common ones around the Campton area? 
there's Tecumseh. Tecumseh, right. That's yeah, in, that that's I saw it from Waterville Valley. Yeah. I think I painted that a couple times. Once from the Kank, looking on the back side, and then another side from sitting at the uh, down in the valley of mm -hmm. Waterville Valley. Yeah. There was that, and then looking across, oh yeah, Tecumseh is in my White Mountain View painting, and I painted off Ellsworth Hill Road, looking back on the eastern side of the White Mountains. There was Sandwich Notch Rain and Mount Tecumseh, and then there was Welsh and Dickey on the left, and I painted that from uh, a higher vantage point at the, close to the top of Ellsworth Hill Road. But I like that. I like getting... um working out of the back of my car if I can, just getting on a back road and getting lost yeah. and, and falling into a place where I feel safe and I'm alone with the beast of you. To me, that's really peace, you yeah. know. What is your process for creating art? What do you start with? What would you end with, you know? Uh, well, when I paint a plein air painting, my process is to decide, plein air means painting in the outdoors. Yeah. Or a la prima means painting wet into wet, so I kind of work on both since my, my sessions are short. They're usually two and a half to three hours if I do an outdoor painting. Because by that time, the sun changes so dramatically. So I make a decision, am I going to be painting in the morning or painting in the afternoon? And then I, I try to find a spot that I'd like to paint and get there between for my time frame. And then I unpack and set up that's really kind of cumbersome in some ways and can be. And uh, I do a sketch onto the canvas um, after I find a location and an image I like. I do a, a linear sketch that might take 10 or 15 minutes and then I start working on a tonal study, which is the breakdown of light. Um, so I'm establishing my lights and darks and then I start working on a full color palette. I, I do prepare my palette ahead of time when I'm working paint plein air so that um, I don't like taking time to squish paint out of the tubes when mm -hmm. I'm, at, I'm in the middle of a beautiful view. It's not what I want to be doing, I want to be painting. Yeah. So I do a lot of preparation before I go out, usually. What impact do you hope your work will make? I never thought about making a, an impact other than, other than that I have a general support for the arts and I'm really hoping that the old world skills of oil painting doesn't get lost in the um, advancement of technology and that uh, because there's so much reward in working with tactile mediums mm. and although it may seem old world and it's not on a keyboard and it's not on a CRT screen, there's so much uh, inner reward in being able to work with your hands and um, and not only that but work with your per own perception to hand that I hope the skill isn't lost and that if I can f if I can achieve having people enjoy my work and then want to do it because they see that other people are painting that the skill at this age I really feel that it's a fight to keep the skill alive. And that that's kind of my job at being an elderly, being a senior now. Part of my job is to leave the trade behind. So I'm, I'm always happy to be treating, you know, teaching a younger person because um, I'm passing the trade on. Even stretching a canvas is an old world skill now. You don't buy 
hand stretch canvases anymore. It's really hard to get the stretcher bars and the quality of what's being sold out there is really degraded compared to what was made a hundred years ago. So now I'll ask you some questions that aren't really related to outdoors and art, just, you know, fun questions. So what's your favorite food? Just like, oh, or pick something hard. you like. That's like colors. That's, <laughs> that's right. like the colors of a rainbow. Yeah. To pick one favorite would be really hard. Just pick one you like. Okay, I like Mexican food. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I would have to say that because I lived with a man from that was born in Mexico and he cooked so good and it was all <laughs> vegetables. It was all vegetables and it was healthy and it was colorful and it was uh, delicious. And um, but on the other hand, I like a lot of different ethnic foods. I like Chinese and Mexican and I like American food because it ha brings up a lot of memory in my childhood. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I prefer vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite book? That would be really hard. I've never been able to put down Irving Stone. Uh, he wrote The Lust for Life, The Agony and the Exony. I have one right over here. I can't wait to finish reading it. It's The Depths of Glory, which is the uh, biography of Pissarro. Oh, cool. um, I like reading. Uh, I like reading about biography of historical artists. So if you could either fly or be invisible, which one would you choose and why? If I, if I what? Could either fly or be invisible. Ooh, that's a really tough question. <laughs> God, these are hard. <laughs> Gee. No, I guess I would be invisible. Mm -hmm. yeah, I like to, I really don't like to be public life. But I, I'm really kind of a reclusive personality that needs to be around people, if that makes any sense at all. There's almost a hypocrisy there. I really need people. I need to know that, you know, I have some friends and friends are near, but like, yeah, I'm still quite prefer my own space. Dogs or cats? Which do you prefer? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I love my, I'm really in love with my cat now, especially since she's elderly. So I get, I seem to get really compassionate towards the animals when they get elderly because I know what it's like. But at the same time, <laughs> But at the same time, I had two colleagues that simply broke my heart. I can't do either. I won't do either again. But I, I really am more lean toward dog. So chips or popcorn? Oh no, <laughs> popcorn. Mm, yeah, cheddar or Swiss? <laughs> I don't know. I like them both. I really do. I'd say cheddar probably. It's more New England, Yankee New England, right? Better. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more flavorful. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't eat cheese nowadays. I try not to. I have Parmesan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Parmesan. I like really Parmesan, good. yeah. Oh, well, thanks for... Okay, thank you, girls. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, well, thanks for making the blog. I really enjoy seeing it on Facebook, and I connect to it through your, your posts, and I think it's really great you're doing a blog about the whites. Mm. It's really... Oh. Yeah, thanks. I like, I like doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice that you're sharing it. I appreciate it especially because I'm not getting up there and doing what I'd like to do in the other side of my life, you know, getting into the woods and the mountains. So I can kind of pick up on your energy and what you're doing, and I appreciate you sharing it. Thanks. Thank you. If you want to see Nancy's beautiful work, check out her art collections on Fine Art America. You can also follow her on Facebook as Nancy Griswold Fine Artist. The preservation of the environment is important if we want to continue having beautiful mountains to hike. 
We strongly encourage you to donate to Union of Concerned Scientists, or UCS. It is an amazing organization that does important scientific research to help prevent negative effects of climate change. You can learn more about UCS and donate to their organization at ucsusa.org.